It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. Without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. Uh, we're here podcasting today. I'm a little delirious from a lack of sleep. Um... Just got chewed out by KK. Apparently, I don't. When I come to the Charterhouse Real Estate offices, Mark. We're trying to have a nice office, Chris. Apparently, I'm um, rude. I didn't. Let me walk me through this. Yeah, when, you, when you, a male. You, you took a pee. When a male urinates. Yep. I was always under the impression. I was always taught to put the seat up so you don't pee all over the seat that the women sit on. That's correct. You are supposed to lift the seat. Okay. And she just got really snarky with me because I don't put the seat back down. Yeah, that that would technically be part two of the process. So wouldn't she want proof, though, that I haven't peed all over the seat? Well, the proof is that when she goes in to go pee and has to sit on that seat, because that's the nature of how girls pee. Correct. That she she would see there's no pee on it. She doesn't need proof that there's no pee. Yeah, but you a can guy, see when there's there's piss on the toilet seat. A guy could easily pee all over the toilet seat and wipe it off, and there's still germs. Yeah, but you assume there's always germs on a toilet seat. No one goes in there and assumes. I don't know I about could, that. I Mark. could eat off this. I don't know thing. about that. I feel like you're jumping to conclusions there. I, I think it's it's considered uh, proper bathroom etiquette. I didn't to, know that. To sorry, li- lift the seat when you urinate, and then I put, and then put it back down when you're done. Yeah, I think technically it's not. We're not just talking about the seat. We're talking about the lid too. The, it should be closed. All of it should be closed. Like, do we have a lid in there? I, can't, I don't even know. We have a seat. Obviously, we got the seat and then a lid. I think it, it should all be closed, so people don't come in and see an open toilet. I think that's technically the way it's supposed to be done. But yeah, she was a little snarky with you. It's okay. I mean. I get all that. Like, for me, I would just want the proof that there's no pee on the lid. But that's just me. I'm a, I, you're I'm a ne- you're never going to get that unless you're getting out the swab kit, you know? Yeah. Nick will be joining us here in a while. He's he's currently... Um, Major project going on. So, Nick, well, you, you, make a, you make a great point. So, a gentleman dropped off the Hiawatha Rutland rap album. Loomis P. Loomis P. God rest his soul. And one of the Fockers dropped off a copy of this album to you correct and nick i should get i should give credit i think it was chris but the uh container that the cd was in i think is not next to me uh, I, be, I believe it's chris and we're like i, I want to give credit where credit's due it, to show like where we're at in 2019 mark and i are like well, what do we do with the cd <laughs> i know how do we play this thing <laughs> yeah Oh man, it's harder than you think. We've got one, <laughs> two, three, four, five laptops uh, currently within eyesight, roughly speaking. Um, no CD ROM. No CD drives in any of those. So we happen to have a stationary setup in our office uh, that's PCs, and that one does have one, but there's no speakers attached to it so we actually have a home for the cd nick is trying to do some file manipulation where he is downloading it to email it to you or him or something we don't we don't even know what he's doing we're trying to get aims most wanted in electronic form and i want to play it within this podcast man that's a lot of pressure on nick so i want our audience to be able to hear the great hiawatha rutland in his prime would you play them helmet shiners Helmet Shiners. Is that the one you're Maybe going Maybe we'll on? save that for next week. There'll be a lot of editing that needs to go to that. <laughs> um, 
man, I don't don't hold your breath if you're listening because I'm not sure if Nick's going to be able to get this one. So done. Nick Nick's back there claiming that he's going to burn the CD onto that computer and then email it to me. Nick looks like any college student anywhere in the '90s. Or trying to manipulate music files and steal things, etc. You just stole. We just stole stuff from Napster. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah. Were you Remember, a, were you a big Napster thief back in the day? Yeah. Well, yeah. You didn't know any better. Yeah. You didn't know what you were doing. You Everybody remember, was. That's how you listen to music. Remember how slow everything was back then? Well, do you that's remember? That's the thing I remember. When you would download like a song or a video or whatever on Napster, you would look and see where it's coming from. So this person has a cable connection. This person has a 56K yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And you would look for the prime yep. connection. Yep. I do remember that. That was always the key. Not that I ever, uh, ever looked at a picture of a naked woman, uh, but I heard people uh, that, that did. They told me stories about yeah, this. I bet. Where you would you know, download an image and then inch by inch by inch oh, by yeah. inch, yeah. more and more of this person would be revealed. Yeah. yeah. I heard. I heard that's how it used to be back in the day now we um, now we complain if you if something doesn't the good old download days. in like 10 seconds you know it's like oh i'm wasting my day do you remember when we would connect i do i do remember that sound very very well and then sometimes depending on how like your setup was you could you only had a certain amount of minutes yeah you could be online yep and it become problematic with like your your siblings who got those internet minutes? Did you see the video that went uh, viral this week of uh, two, I think they were teens, trying to figure out how to use a rotary dial telephone? <laughs> Did you see this? No, I didn't. A guy has a box. I think it was his two sons. That's awesome. He's got a rotary dial telephone. It's under a box, and he's, like, challenging them, and then a list of instructions on, like, a number to dial. And he lifts the box to reveal the phone, and these kids – Apparently, I've never seen one. <laughs> and for the next two, three, four like, minutes, you, for the next two, three, four minutes, they're going back and forth, trying to figure out this complex code of how to dial the number. The phone has come a long way. Like I remember, well, they're computers now, Chris. They're computers. Yeah, I, but I remember even in college, and we all had cell phones in college. Like we were. Well, speak for yourself. My freshman year, I did not. I was kind of the first. I remember getting a phone. My senior year, the summer after my senior year to go to college yeah, was my first one. And, but like, I remember the evolution because we had the Nokias and then by the end of the, when I graduated, I had one of those Motorola razors yep. and I thought that was really badass. And then, so what's funny is we started watching, the wife and I started watching House of Cards. Yeah. Recently. Literally this week. Okay. I know I know people have ruined it for you by the way by telling you that the ending of the show is dumb. Yeah, which, I don't really which I, care. Which, which I watched all the way through. The first four seasons, three seasons, very very good. Yeah, I'm I'm real into it. We're like we're like five. I think Nick's got uh, Hiawatha. He's he's laughing is he, in there. Is he bouncing? He wants his thing clean. Come clean his ding and lean. Nick, how we doing? We got any sound? Um. CD's playing. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, well, Nick's. Nick's got the CD rolling, so we're we're making progress. We're working on it. Um, even like so, House of Cards. I think the first year was 2013. Yeah. And looking at like the iPhones back then compared to now. Yeah. It's like wow, even that's evolved. Yeah. What took you so long to get into that particular series? You're uh, six years late to the party. Um. Didn't didn't think it looked good. Or no, I've always things? I've always wanted to watch it. Yeah. And. Uh, just. I'm kind of just starting to get into the streaming things now, to believe it or not. It's a show that you have to pay attention to. Yeah. No, I like it. I'm a political guy. Yeah. Uh, I like the drama. So I was. I did a podcast with Alex Golish yep. up at Iowa State last week, yep. and he was telling me how he just got addicted to it in the last couple of months. So I was like, hey, I'm going to join the party. Let's go. I, I And I, I think there's just, frankly, a bunch of garbage Let on me, TV anymore. I, there is. There I don't is. really watch much other than – just sports replays and I, I've kind of I'm evolving to the point Mark where I need to get my mind off of sports for an hour I'm, I'm going to give a hot take I'll, I'll, I'll be the one that uh, people beat up this week uh, instead of Nick Nick doesn't like him people don't like him Nick's um, had a hard go here in the last month on the podcast so you, t- you texted me something in regards to someone 
wanted to know if he's Nick, basically we, somebody uh, thought, yeah did we're you tell he's Nick? just here yeah he's just here for his terrible yeah. takes somebody asked if ratings. we if we literally just put Nick on the podcast to do terrible takes so that we could make fun Nick of wanted to know what his terrible takes were he had the band, the, well, he had the, the band, band take the I don't, band I don't take know what was else. horrible but here's my take okay so so chime in you're you're watching this show right now yeah. okay so you're the perfect one to ask there's a lot of people out there and God bless them for feeling how they do that would say things like, I'm never going to watch that show or I can't enjoy that show because Kevin Spacey's on it, okay? Knowing that Kevin Spacey is in a lot of trouble and accused of a lot of different things. What did he get accused of? I honestly don't know, Mark. I, the fact that you don't know that is, it is a, like... Is it a Me Too thing? You're, you're in a pop culture black hole. Um, no. He's been, he's been accused by uh, many, many males of... Uh, sexual harassment slash almost rape. Like I woke up and was uh, he had he had raped me. Seriously? Yeah. So Anthony Rapp, who's a well-known actor, he was in the movie Rent. Like he's the one that came yeah, out never, and said, never seen "When it. I was a minor." He's Rent not, is a play. It's also a movie. Um, Anthony Rapp came out and said, and I don't know the exact ages, but um, he did it to me when I was a minor. We're not talking eight years old, but we're talking under the age of eighteen. So. Um, Spacey, of course, has denied it. And then um, Hollywood has basically blacklisted Kevin Spacey at this point. So Really? Oh, yeah. Kevin Spacey hasn't essentially, other than he just got arraigned, uh, had, had to appear in court. That was his first public appearance, I think, in over a year. So Kevin Spacey's along the lines of, of uh, Harvey Weinstein. Really? Right now. He's blacklisted in Hollywood. Nobody's hiring Kevin Spacey right now. So the fact that you didn't know any of this, now does that change you watching him? But the overall question is, when you watch entertainment products and you know that somebody is tainted or has been accused of something, does it change the way that you view the material that they did? When I watch Kevin Spacey products, old things, like he's in a lot of movies that I really, really, really like. Does it change me watching them now? And the answer for me, the answer for me is no. That's my answer, right? He can be accused of something and it doesn't change the fact for me that he's a very talented actor, and I like what he did. He doesn't have to be the Pope for me to enjoy the product. What so, it, like, could you watch the Cosby show? Uh, I have no interest in that particular one, so that's a tough one to answer. Cause you didn't the, like the Cosby show? No, the Cosby show was good, but yeah, I would never. I, I don't have any, any desire to go rewatch it. No, but, re, like, re, did, regardless of what he did. If the Cosby show was on, would you watch it? Um, Dr. It, Hux, Huxtable yeah, is the man. In that instance, no, but that's the specifics of, of that. You know, but where do you draw the line? Like one of my favorite movies is uh, Goodwill Hunting. Love Goodwill Hunting, right? But Goodwill Hunting was produced and really made because of Harvey Weinstein. Should I not support that product because it's related to Weinstein? I still like watching Goodwill Hunting. And again, these are these are interesting debates. But now that you apparently know this Kevin Spacey news. Has this derailed that you're going to continue to watch House of Cards? No. Should it? In my opinion, no. I just, but a lot of people out there are going to disagree with I'm, me. I'm so, okay. I'm so ignorant to it, Mark, because I didn't know anything about it. You're kind of just throwing this on to me. Yeah. I know I enjoy the show. Yeah. I think like if it was like a live deal right now, yeah. that maybe I would feel differently. Well, but by me watching it or not watching it is not going to support or not support this guy. The reason, that, I, the reason that I'm surprised and one of the reasons that the ending of the show is terrible. Does he get kicked off? He's kicked off. Oh, okay. They filmed season six without him because they're like, we can't have him around. He got kicked off the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So, so then they try to, you know, and he is the show. You're watching it. He's a big character in the show. He's the, the main show. character. Man, I love how he breaks the wall, you yeah. know, and turns to the camera. And, and he's brilliant in the show. So on one hand, you have a flawed human, okay, and all of us are. But on the other hand, you have a very talented actor. Yeah. I mean... Again, like I feel like if this was a deal right now where me directly watching it will impact this guy and he's committed these crimes or allegedly, yeah. then I'd probably be like, stop it. But it's so old. I don't yeah. I don't feel morally like I'm making any difference. Yeah. And, and Hollywood, Does that make sense? Yeah, and Hollywood lately has come out more against this stuff, obviously, the Me Too movement. But for years and years and years and years, someone like Roman Polanski, who's a director – was embraced by Hollywood, but he's also basically accused, I guess would be the word, accused of raping like a 12-year-old girl at some point. Something very, very bad, right? And Hollywood wasn't like, well, we don't want anything to do with Roman Polanski. He was allowed to have a career. Okay, I mean, how many of us root for NFL teams, for instance, with... Bad people on them? You know? Yeah. 
If, I, like, if the Vikings, if the Vikings like had, had won a Super Bowl with Ray Rice after the incident, would you have been okay with the Vikings after that? Yeah, but I wouldn't have wore a Ray Rice jersey. You yeah. know, like because yeah. I actually had that happen with the Adrian Peterson thing. Yeah, and that's you know I, I have a lot of friends back home who. And I think a lot of it's just how you're raised and stuff. They have no problem with Adrian Peterson beating the hell out of his kid. Yeah. Like they, 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 they think that it was the media and, you know, all this stuff who was against Adrian and like that he has the right to do that. I don't yeah. like, I hated it. It kind of, it made me kind of sick. But I, what think, I, here, I think it was over the top on yeah. that. But here's, here's what I did. I still cheered for my team, but I wasn't sad when they cut him yeah you know i i, I wasn't sad i wasn't wearing an adrian peterson jersey mm-hmm. i i just if we're gonna get like moral about all these like sports teams or movies or whatever like I'm telling you there's a lot of bad people out there yeah and you're, you're gonna be sitting at home staring at the wall a lot yeah and that's ultimately the thing like in your entertainment products do you care about what you're watching and wins or do you care about the morality of the people that are playing those I and think again, there's a, and everybody there's, answers those a little differently. I think there's like a, it's just like anything. There's gray area, right? Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't think that my wife and I are immoral because we're watching House of Cards. Yeah, and I, I don't think so either. I think you're being entertained by talented people. I didn't even know about it until ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, you, you do need to get out of sports. You're right. You need to take uh, a break know. from sports. The fact that you've existed for a year without hearing but here's, Kevin Spacey this is, this is my problem. And I promise we'll get to Iowa State basketball because people are probably going to want to hear that today. Oh, yeah. Um, so I do so much sports, and it's my job, and I love it. It's genuinely what I love to study and research and do all that, so I do. Um, but what I do, though, is that I always get, like, just enamored with another topic. Yep. And that's all I do, though. You hammer. You go deep. Yeah, like, I, I don't go – light on things yep like i just i become obsessed i think it's a character flaw yep where like once i decide i'm interested in something boom it's like i've been going the revolutionary war i'm obsessed with it right now i can't have enough information about the revolutionary war that's interesting to me because i saw that damn hamilton play and i'm like i need to know more about this i need to know so much more most people watch hamilton and they're entertained I watched Hamilton and be like, well, where are they inaccurate here? Where are the where, where are they taking liberties for the sake of, you know, entertaining us? Turns out it was a pretty accurate play. There, you know, but um, but after I saw that, like, I bought like three books yeah. on the Revolutionary War. I've been reading them. I was sitting around. Did you read one on Hamilton? Did you want to go down that road? Uh, I got a great one right now that I'm almost done with, and it's the Hamilton's like the key. Him and Jefferson are the key clogs yeah. in it, and yeah. it just tells all these different stories and stuff. But that's why I don't watch this. It's just people are wired differently. I don't sit yeah. around and watch entertainment tonight. It's just not my thing. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I would rather be reading or I'd rather be watching, like, the replay of the – uh, like tonight, like, I'll probably get – when my wife and kid go to bed, I'll probably watch the Oklahoma-Kansas State game from last night that I missed. You do like to, yeah. That's what that. I'll do. That's what I love. K-State killed him. You know what? Like, you see, you know, my next thing that I'm, you know, Jay Jordan, friend of the yep. friend of the program. Yep. He's um, over the off season. We're, we're studying offensive theory in, in the sport of football. <laughs> he gave me a worksheet. It is nine pages long. And I studied that on my flight home from Morgantown. Offensive theory. I last it. night. I have my first assignment, I have to watch like this old triple option game with Nebraska and Colorado from like the Cordell Stewart <laughs> That's years. That's great. You guys are like pen pals. I love it. It's it's great. What's your take on, uh, I just got a text, uh, restaurants that charge 4% charge on all credit card transactions. What the hell would they do that for? Grumpy Goat in Ankeny, apparently. Why? Uh, to cover their costs, I guess. Huh? Uh, I guess I won't be. Man, if all restaurants start doing that, that's a, it's going to be a bad deal. They're basically. Like, I get what they're doing. Well, they're trying to make profit off of it because typically they yeah, they pay three percent, four percent deal. Yeah, they're profiting off of that. That's weird. I almost... Here, KK, put the headset on. You seem like you know what you're talking about. I know. <laughs> I, I, and, I, I, and we I need to talk to you about the toilet seat too. Because we already analyzed this, and I, I do need a female's perspective. So what's going on with these credit cards? 
Well, it's either they're profiting off of it. This is my, I i don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm guessing. That's good. Or, Full disclosure. We don't know what we're talking about here. Or when people pay cash, what, what don't people do on their taxes? Claim R- cash. Report it. Report it. So they're encouraging you to use cash. Yes. That, that seems like a short-sighted move in 2019. Nail salons do it, have done it for years. You oh. pay, oh, you pay cash or card. If you pay cash, it's 25. If you pay card, it's 35. Hmm. I'll tell you who doesn't want to use cash is Starbucks, man. I hate using cash there. I know the ones who don't want you to use American Express, or they can't because they have a higher charge. Which I understand that. Yeah, I get that. That sucks, you know. Like, Mark has an American Express card, but it is. A lot of places you go, it's like you pay more if you want to use that, which I understand. A lot of them just won't take it. Oh, okay. Because I run into that a lot. Would you be less likely to go to a restaurant where you know that they charge 4%? Yeah, it, it has nothing to do with the restaurant. They got to do what it they got to do. It does say credit card transactions, though. So if it's a debit card. Oh, okay. I well, doubt, that's, that's I, different. That's I, giving you an option. I doubt that. I just don't ever carry paper money. Like, I, I. Starbucks drives me nuts. It's like if you go to if you go to Starbucks and try to pay with a 50 or 100, they look at you like you're the devil. Um, because they drop. When they, when they get 20s, they drop them. Like, yeah. In, into the safe. They don't even keep 20s in their drawer. So like a hundred dollar bill, good luck. Like they I mean, gotta, they got to go to the back room or the safe or something. There has to be to try, a reason they're doing it. that because it's really excessive at Starbucks. Like you cannot pay with a fifty unless you're buying thirty dollars worth of. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. It's, I don't know I, if it's a safety thing or. Well, they, they claim that you see stuff like you know delivery driver doesn't carry this much money on them or whatever. So there's a safety element, but I don't know a lot of Starbucks getting robbed. So, so, Katie, uh, you were upset with me earlier. <laughs> I was always aware. I always thought that a male was being polite by not peeing on the toilet seat that the girl sit on. That's correct. So when I when I put the seat up to pee, and you're getting angry at me about that, I don't understand this. She's not well, angry that you put it up. I just think, every, so I've noticed, every time you come, you leave the toilet seat up, and you're the only guy here that do it, like that does it, and I, obviously, I'm the only female that's in here consistently, every day. We must every be day. used to getting yelled at. We, we are trained. They, that's what happened. Well, yeah. Especially when I was... Puking in yeah. the toilet. Yeah. They were, you guys were really good about it. There's she only yelled one at this time. one day. She's like, I got to like puke a lot because I'm pregnant and I don't want to be looking at your pubes while I'm doing it. So please start cleaning the no, toilet No, that seat. was the day that there was literal poop Oh yeah. all over, splattered all over. And Vince? the thing is, is somebody knew when they sat down to take that, that can it you, was going. Can you clear my name? Because you know it wasn't me that did that. Please. It was explosive because it was all over in the toilet bowl. It wasn't me. And all underneath the lid. Nope. So I'm going oh, yeah. in there one day, like. It wasn't me. <laughs> zooming in to puke. I would never. I would never poop in your guys' place. I'd just drive home. You, I'm a, you could poop here. I'm a home field advantage we got, guy. We got poopery. The thing uh, is, no, is I, I like my own like, base. Yep. That's and I don't care. Like I get when dugout. people have to poop. I don't. I can't drive home to poop. So. So you poop here. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, you know, it's going to be bad. Like take care of it. I am yeah. not the mom. And when I'm sticking my head in that. Yeah. Oh my, nothing makes me, I was so hot that day. Like I almost, I wanted to go home. Who, whose poop was it? Probably Bensie's. Bensie's. Probably. <laughs> or Nate. Nate's dirty. He is a dirty, dirty butthole. We could buy a house from the Charterhouse Real Estate. <laughs> oh, we hire the best, man. Hey, I will admit that all of our agents do poop. No, but this it's part, is what, of, part of their so, daily lives. So here, what surprises me with you, Chris, though, you live with two two females, which yeah. granted, Cammie is little. Yeah. But she's, it surprises me you guys don't, even with the age, she's probably grown out of it now because she's old enough to know to not put stuff in the toilet. But that you leave the toilet seat up. Like, my husband doesn't because yeah, well, one time in the middle of the night, I fell into the toilet, oh. and he's never left it up. Well, Or he's never, yeah, he's never like, left it up is since. Is proper protocol, though, not only putting it on the seat, but the lid itself? Shouldn't the toilet be closed, that. though? You always close it, but that's probably because you're kids. I don't know. Well, no, I think it looks cleaner. You walk into a bathroom, and it, the toilet's closed. Not really, it looks- because it grosses me out when I have to open it. I get toilet paper to open the toilet mm. lid. But so, that's, like... I always thought, though, like, that at least now you have proof that I didn't pee all over your seat. Well, yes, because the pee was not fresh, but I did just clean. Did you notice how gross it was? 
So it was kind of, it was okay that you did that because I was like, wow, that really needs clean. Some guy's pissed all over it. And I know it wasn't a girl because, do you want to know something else I learned? What? When there's a bunch of pee splatter in the front of the toilet seat, that's usually girls because they're not sitting their butt far back, far enough back on the toilet seat. Yeah. But when it's in the back, it's guys are like splattering pee. Sometimes guys pee in the front of the, like my, if it's the middle of the night or something and you go to pee and you don't want to pee loud, you could shut the door. But guys know this. You just pee on the porcelain part. You don't hit the water. Why don't yeah, you I've done that hitting before. the water yeah. makes all the noise. Yeah. So if you pee like where the water is totally, reaching, it's yeah. much quieter. I actually do that. Why don't you just sit down in the middle of the night? No, no, I, no. I, would never, I would never Come sit on. down to pee. Get the no. crap off of here. <laughs> no, that's that's a terrible take, KK. Terrible take. All right, Man. well, I apologize. I feel I, like i got to call my husband out right now. Hey, do you want to announce the sex of your baby? No. I found out yesterday what she's having. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm not allowed to say, apparently, but you're obsessed with her fetus. It was, you know, I, I'm very fond of KK, so I'll be fond of her baby. What do you want me to say? I'm excited for her to have a baby. Is that? Can I not say that? I'm excited. Are you feeling the fetus move? Yeah. Uh, in the last week, I I think I ha- I think so, but I'm not sure. I'm still not sure. It's so like faint and inconsistent that I yeah. don't know if I'm actually feeling the baby or if I'm just feeling gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they say. So, like, when you relieve yourself of the gas, do you have the same feeling? It's, like, very random. Like, I think I'm, like, 100% sure I felt it one time yesterday, but it was, like, one time. Yeah. But I should start, like, within the next two weeks. It'll be pretty consistent, I think. We're five, mo- we're five months away, so it's, you'll, you'll be feeling it soon. I'm looking forward to meeting it. Will you, will, Me you, too. will you let him hold it? I mean, he doesn't put the seat. I'm down, great. Ba- so. I'm great with babies. Well, I'm like a baby. I'm a baby care. whisperer. You're also great with diseases too. So not anymore. Know. I've got through of them all. <laughs> I'm good. He's, he's had them all. Yep. No more. <laughs> They've all run their yep, course. I'm good now. <laughs> By the way, Nick is still back there working on this. <laughs> Nick is. Nick is literally here working on something that I think is not going to happen. I I gave it when when Nick started trying to get the Loomis P album. I, I gave it a 9% chance 9% that this chance happened, of success. and it it kind of pissed him off. He's, he's challenged Like, now. the look on his face, like, he was actually upset with me. Hey, Nick, do you have an update for us back there? Not looking good? Okay. <laughs> he's, uh, no, nah, he ain't going to make it happen, but uh, right. should we talk about the game? Yeah, we should. Uh, thanks for your expertise, Katie. Yep. Peace Appreciate out, guys. It. I will, yep. I'll put the seat down from now on, I promise. Thanks. All right. So, uh... The boys last night, uh, did you see the size of those plums? Those plums were yeah. ready for the farmer's market. They got big marbles. That was a uh, that was a nice win. A win, not only not only a nice I, win, I love that win, but a win that you uh, you saw coming, apparently. I just, yeah, because I did. I, and you I, were the only one that saw I've it coming. I've been saying it since, like, since I, so what I did, and this is why you watch games back. Yep. This is why I do it, because I, I watched those games back, and I charted some possessions, and, like, they they played, like, garbage in those games, and were still, like, a free throw here, a, yep. you know, like, they were just right there. It wasn't like they quit. It wasn't like they're, oh, they don't have any, any talent. They're right there. They just had to put it together a little bit, and I just thought – they're going to be so humiliated by losing that game in Hilton because yeah. that just doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Yeah. And there's too many dudes. There's too many alphas on that team to just roll over and die mm. while everybody's crapping all over them. Prome's a good coach in that spot. Prome yeah. loves being the underdog. Uh, he's Bloom, really po- Bloom posted an interesting stat about Prome's top uh, ten, top road, 10 wins. road wins versus yeah. everyone else that we it's incredible. put on this this. You know, elevated stature in no, Iowa State history. I just thought, Mark, that with that stuff with Iowa State, there's clearly talent. They're balanced. And, I, and the way Texas Tech plays is actually better for our guys. They don't do a lot of ball screen type stuff. Like, yeah. it's it's an easier thing for our guys to defend than the last two. I like the fact that the slow it down style, they just got done playing two teams like that. So it's kind of like two practice games leading up to this. Yeah. And Tech just, like, their average margin of victory in the Big 12 – leading up to that game was like five points there. Yeah. I knew that our guys would be right there and that they made a few plays down the stretch that they would win. And I, that's exactly what happened. I look at it like this. There's absolutely no way that this team cannot win or can't can win the big 12. 
they they can. We have talent on the floor. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. Shayok is really good. You know, Wigginton coming off the bench, really good. Wyler Babb, big shots last night. Halliburton, fantastic. Horton Tucker's better than he's playing. We know that he Horton can. Tucker's the one out of the group. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. But Jacobson playing very well. Um, I really like just the – Condit, Con is playing well. And then I think Lard will be a huge boost when he gets back and healthy. And, man, that just makes Jake's life so much easier when you have those two guys to spell you a little bit. Yep. Jacobson's like the – he's like the undersized defensive lineman we used to always roll out of the Iowa State really good for like 20 snaps, but you don't yep. want him playing 40. Yep. And if we can keep him to 20, 25 minutes a game, like he's going to be so much more efficient and effective. Um because he's getting spelled by the, I, 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 I don't know. It was it was demoralizing to watch them lose the way they did, blowing that lead in Hilton, yeah. and I, I agree with that. But it does make me feel better, and this was another reason why I thought that they could win last night. Kansas State's not nearly as bad as people thought they were. They, you know, and they went on the road and killed Oklahoma last night. I just that makes me feel better because I think Kansas State will be a top three or four team in the league. That that loss. Well, it'll always be bad because it's at Hilton. It's not going to look that well, bad. Well, it doesn't look as bad when K-State goes out and kills Oklahoma Correct. last night. What is your um, – in the K-State game, not to rehash old crap, but in the K-State game, what was what was the turning point in that one? I was at the game, and it went from, we're about to win this game, to, oh, my God, we just lost. Dude, very, I thought – Very quickly. But what, was the, what happened that made that loss uh, occur? I thought that they were going to cover – yeah. With like five minutes to go. It was a 10-point spread. Yeah. I, like they, when, when the clones got up seven, I, I turned to stands and I was like, dude, they're going to cover. Yeah. After being down 10. Yeah. I I don't know, Mark. I think that was a fluky game. I really do. Like the Because Iowa State had good looks down the stretch. That's, an, that's what I went back and charted. They weren't like settling for bad shots. Yeah. Like Weiler Babb makes that shot in the corner. Like how many times are they going to miss the front end of a one-and-one? One? Like there was just a lot of – And it was fluky. How many times did K-State Kansas- in that game hit hit a shot with one second left on the clock? Thank you. you know? And in the last four minutes, Kansas State hit everything. And, yeah. I, and that, a lot of that was bad defense. Yeah. But like I just – I thought that game was – well, we'd look back at it and it would be an anomaly. But then the only thing that worried me was like – the Kansas game, is that an anomaly? Because yep. I don't think Iowa State's going to hit 13 threes or whatever it was in many games this year. Yeah. Last night is how they're going to have to win. They're just grinded out defense, but, make shots at key situations. I loved that win, man. Even like a but guy would like – But you agree they're good enough to win the Big 12? I mean, a lot of you are like, yeah, this team's not winning no, the Big 12. Totally agree. So, that, will, the, will they? Uh, stay I, tuned. I don't stay think tuned. that they will. Um They've just proven to be too inconsistent, but I think that they have as good of a shot as anybody to beat Kansas. Honestly, like I, you look at that game at Kansas on Monday, like I, I wouldn't count Iowa State out. They're they're a seven point underdog tops at Kansas. Yeah, honestly, like they're right there. Maybe not even that much. I don't even know. Considering they just beat Tech at Tech, five to seven points is where I would put it. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're, um, they're a fun team to watch, though, and that's half the battle right there. It's an entertainment product at the end of the day. Like, yeah. Iowa State's a fun team to watch. And you know that they have top-end talent right now to beat anybody, as you yeah. saw last night. Yeah. And, I don't know, Baylor's not a terrible team. They play that junket-up style. and Yeah. I was just glad that – because last night – and I watched the game when I got back. Again, I, I kind of watched the second half on an airplane – um, Didn't you have a story? You said you had a story. Oh, yeah. Related it was to that. funny. So we're coming back from Morgantown. Our game was at 6. Mm-hmm. And by the time we get to the airport, let's get, get ready to the second half of the men. What time do you leave, by the way, for that road trip? Like, What time did you leave Ames? I'm curious. What... Oh, um, we left the night before at like 5. Do you always do that? Yeah. Not, not day of ever? Yeah, it's always the night before. Why do they do that? Just acclimation? Because the girls got to do, like, class and stuff during the day and shoot around and all that stuff. Hmm. Okay. It would be a really long day for them to do it in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, and plus, I think, too, like, there's always the risk of flight problems or whatever and you not getting there. Do they, like, does the tutor go with? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Didn't know that. Um, so we get to the airport. 
and it's the second half's getting ready to start, and they tell us that we have to wait for some like de-icer. They got to de-ice the plane, mm-hmm. and it it took a while. So I was watching it on my phone, right? And Iowa State is up. There's eight seconds to go when we took off, mm-hmm. and the clones were up too. And Shayok was going to, the line. to the line, and I was just like. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a bad spot to be in. But we took off, and I didn't know how the game ended. You know what I would I be expecting? Shaq goes in the line, hits one. Yep. They come down, hit a three it, to tie it. Lose in overtime. Beat us in overtime. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. I have, you know, and so I had two hours after takeoff, if you guys can imagine, with my anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there spelling through my mind all the different ways that Iowa State could lose. No Wi-Fi on this plane. Can't, no, can't yeah, it. it's a small charter plane. So, like, yeah, you don't have that. Yep. But I landed and turned off airplane mode, and my phone's just blowing up because I predicted it. How many texts? Oh, I had a lot. I don't know, probably 10. Okay. Probably 10. And all of them were saying, like, you called it? Nice call. Yeah. Like, well, I guess they won. Yeah. No, it was fun. Uh, so then I came home and watched it last night. I, I'm, I was just proud, though, that the guys – Beard's a good defensive coach, and he really junked it up in the second half. Just threw all, He threw the kitchen sink, man. He yep. threw everything at him. Yep. And, you know, they weren't great offensively. I think they had like nine turnovers in the second half to none in the first. But just they they hit shots in key moments, and they hadn't been doing that the last two games. Mm-hmm. Even Wigginton, he goes three of 12 from the field, but he hit that huge three down the stretch. Yep. You know, I, I just – they played together better too. You yeah. could they were moving they were swinging the ball around. Hal Burton and Wigginton look like they're finally starting to get some chemistry together in the backcourt. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that Iowa State has three guys that can play point guard at any time. Yep. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I think that they're a good team. Again, like I just like why do we do this to ourselves with college basketball? Like I, I was thinking about this last night in bed. The up and down of it, you know? Like, fans just – they go from, like, jumping off the cliff to we're going to the Final Four Turn, on a no, week Yeah, they go basis. from we're a tournament team to the NIT with one loss. Ugh, it's exhausting. <laughs> I understand – It be, might be the Iowa State way. Well, it's weird when you lose at Hilton. Yeah. Because it just doesn't happen. And it, so when that happens – It felt like a funeral in there, man. I, yeah. was, I was there. Oh, like, what? Dude, I was telling Ross this story. I had a guy – I don't know who he was. If he's listening, um, claim yourself yelling at me on his way out of Hilton the other night. What's your blog about this? Or I don't even know what he said, but I was trying to ignore him because it was really uncomfortable. Yeah. But, like, people were mad. People get really mad when you lose in that building. Yeah. Yeah, we expect to win. Yeah. Every time. Yes. No matter who we're playing, every time, which no team does. You know, Duke. Duke lost the other night. Didn't to, that, Sy- to Syracuse at home. I said this to you know they're number one team against an unranked team. I said this to somebody though, like that, that in a weird way that made me feel better about Iowa State. Duke losing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, it even happens there. Yeah. Well, and teams get more up for the challenge potentially in Hilton. They know it's a tough place to to win. I was talking to um, Billy Finley and I were talking last night about how it's really interesting with the women's game. Because you don't have a good crowd everywhere you go. Yeah. You know, like some places are great and some are not. Yeah. There are some teams, like in the women's game, that will play better in Hilton because there's a crowd. Yeah. I believe that. Like that Texas team got killed last night by Kansas State, who Iowa State beat by like 38 points. Yeah. Okay. And then Iowa State lost to Texas. And I, I'm fascinated how coaches view – scoreboard watching and stuff and like oh well this you beat this team and then they, you know like yep it really doesn't mean anything but it's interesting to look at people pay attention and i asked him about that I, how could texas lose and he's like i honestly think that they play better you know when there's a crowd and i think that there's something with the iowa state men to that yep i do think there's a such thing as the hilton effect where and this goes back to tim floyd where we would have these top 10 teams going to Colorado who can't do anything yep. and lose. Yeah. Can't get hyped up. Yeah. You know, because not only, not only do you not have your fan base there, but they don't have their fan base to even I'm, get I'm, fired up either. I'm shooting for the stars right now with this team. I say they beat Oklahoma State. 
And I think that they have a shot to beat Kansas on Big Monday. I really do. I, I think Kansas is vulnerable. Well, Kansas is, is uh, I don't know, help me, three to three to eight points worse without Azabuke in their lineup. I mean, they're, they're not as good of a no. team. Now, I think that they figure it out eventually because it's Bill Self and they always do, but I'm glad that Iowa State gets them again now. Yeah, yeah, there's no question about that. Um, no, I'm excited about them too. The I, schedule's weird this year, though. Having Kansas twice so early? And Oklahoma State. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whatever, I'd rather Iowa State get off to a good start and then I'll say this, though, they're going to have to really choke to not make the tournament with the road win at Tech and the win over Kansas. They'll make the tournament. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, to all the fatalists out yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, how many more home games do we have? The, the I mean, I, I think Iowa State's at least 11-7 and seven in the Big 12 this year. But I, I'm just saying, like, you have a nice buffer now with those two top oh, 10 for wins. for sure, for sure. And if you beat Kansas at Kansas, I think you'll lock at that point, unless you, unless you lose the rest of your games. Um, I've got three things to plug. Uh, Ryan Grove. For coming up. Yeah, I want to plug Ryan Grove. He's one of them. Um, Ryan Grove. Where is Ryan Grove, man? I don't know. Come on down, Ryan. Every Thursday, man, we do this. Uh, Ryan's apparently too busy helping other people buy and sell houses, but he should also help you. That's the market area. up at Ames. We'd, a- we'd ask Ryan that if he was yeah, here. I'm curious. If you're curious about the Ames market, ask Ryan Grove at Hunziker, uh, supporter of the podcast, friend of the program. Uh, eventually will be on the program, I think, if he can find his way down to Ankeny. Uh, but he's too busy. He's too busy up in Ames. He's a busy guy. Just help Doing him. what he's doing. Ryan Grove doing at Hunziker. Been there forever. Uh, Mom's a legacy realtor up in Ames. They know Ames. They own Ames. Uh, so use use Ryan Grove. Um, two other things. So we've got a we've got a podcast in the making that I want to plug. My friend that I was telling you about. Um, I've reached out. We got a guy that I think will be coming on soon. The book guy. Yep. I uh, actually uh, signed up on his website. I'm, all right. I'm not paying him anything. So but. we got a, we got a guy coming on that I think you guys will find fascinating for especially those of you that like uh, that like business and like motivational is he, stuff is he located here no no he's in san francisco so we have right to now. do him on the phone do him on the phone yeah so unless he's traveling he travels and speaks but chandler bolt is his name uh chandler bolt started a company called self-publishing school um it's a company that helps you write your first book teaches you how to self-publish it of course hence the name um how to get it on amazon how to make it a bestseller according to their metrics um, and all of that's cool. So we can definitely talk to him about his company, about helping people write books, etc. But Chandler's also a guy that um, speaks, goes around the country and does speaking gigs. He is an incredibly motivated uh, guy, sets uh, monthly goals and usually achieves them, including things like reading four books a month. Um, and I know you, you like to read, so th- yeah, there, there's that. Um, Chandler's brother, uh, Seth, is a member of Need to Breathe, the band. So you can talk a little bit about that. That's a like is that a band I should know? Need to breathe is pretty famous. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um What do they sing? Rock? Um Yeah, like southernish sounding oh. rock. Okay. A little bit. So yeah. like basically Leonard Skinner. Uh yeah. But popular. I mean I'm not a huge fan of Need to Breathe, but yes. Like Are you it, trying to say Leonard Skinner's not popular? Yeah, well they're also from the seventies. But anyway. Um, need to breathe. A lot of people out there will recognize that name. Um, and then a uh, huge football fan, Clemson fan, because he's from, I think he's from South Carolina. Um, very friendly guy. So that he doesn't was, like the Cox. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, big Clemson guy uh, was at the national championship game. Oh, wow. So we could talk to him about that experience. So Chandler Bolt will be coming on, I think. Um, and that will be a really, really insightful interview yeah, i think good. and then finally the last thing i want to plug is if you're a uh, fokker out there and have a daughter um we're planning to do a hair workshop oh, believe it or not nice here at charter house in the month of february we're gonna nice. we're gonna set a date soon kk who works here as my assistant um has her i guess a license to do hair uh, she did that before she worked here. So KK knows how to do uh, ponytails and knows how to do braids and knows how to do all of that. Um, I will be attending this thing I need personally. To I want to come to this. With my daughter. So yeah. this is a thing where dad brings daughter. We'll have some drinks and some snacks. Come here and learn how to do the basics of your daughter's This is a great hair. idea. It's a fantastic idea. Okay. We'll have some fun. 
you know, because I'm clueless yeah, with this stuff, bad. I, and yeah. I'm willing to bet there's some Fockers out there that this aren't really good, good idea, with Mark. it either. So we'll be announcing that. So if you're listening to this and you have a daughter and do not know how to do her hair, and she's willing to come it's with a you, great program. We'll announce more details on that later. So I wanted to plug that. Hey Nick, how you doing? Nick, how's the uh, Hiawatha Rutland CD coming? He just gave us a thumbs up, and he looks really flustered in there. Have you officially given up? We're about to wrap on this thing. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't think Nick's going to be on this week. He he looks very flustered, you, uh, borderline angry. Do you want to revise your nine percent chance that he's going to get this it, thing fired up? It's dropped down to three. Three percent. Okay. We're giving him a prayer. What, what, what do we got? We got anything? We Nick? were hoping to play Ames Most Wanted. I mean, on the podcast this week. Uh, hey, Nick, uh, do you have an update for us? No. <laughs> what were the was the, P, uh, the percentage? 9%. Uh, it was 9. We dropped Being it done to... before the podcast is over? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. this, uh, this thing's going to be my bitch before the end of the day. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> so you're just uh, – your goal for the rest of the day is to get the Hiawatha Rutland CD in digital form? Yes. And to a point where we can – so you can hear it. It's it, not just on some crappy e- old Windows computer. You're going to email them some files? Is that what you plan to do? We'll figure something out. All right. Well, we appreciate the CD being dropped off eventually. We have cars. You know, my car, I think, can still play a CD. So I can, mine can't. Really? Yeah. You don't, have, I, you don't have a slot in there for that? No, I actually um, – so my truck's old. Yeah. It's got like 200,000 miles on it. And last summer, I splurged and – Got a new stereo put in there. Yep. Because the old one was just so bad. Yep. And now I, like, it literally, like, you turn it on and it's just like Pandora, iHeart, tune in, like, it's just apps. Are you sure the face of it doesn't pop down in the CD? Positive. Oh, okay, never mind. Because I could have. Remember how cool that used to be? (laughs) I could have paid extra to have a CD, but I was like, I'd never listen to it. Dude, where's your CD player? Wait, wait, wait. Check this, dude. Check this. Oh, my God. It flips down. I remember that. Dude, I have so many CDs in that truck, too. But Useless. I don't, I don't like have a waste of space. I don't have anything to do with them. Useless. And I don't have a computer to do what you're doing with. I don't have a computer with a CD drive. <laughs> I don't either. We have one here at Charterhouse, apparently. There's of five the five computers in here right now, we have one CD This is bound drive, to work. Whatever. You said you're into vinyl now. Just take that CD and put it on the old record player. But did that work? <laughs> probably not. Um, there's somebody that can do that, I'm sure. Yeah, probably not. I not assume, me. That, I assume I'm the not. two are not compatible. I do have a mass- record. Records have grooves, right? I do have a massive CDs don't. eggplant emoji. Got my Chris Stapleton record in the mail this morning. Oh. Going to be tipping that tonight. Nice. Yeah. What time should I be over? Anytime you want, brother. All right. Just bring some whiskey. Gonna go see him next Some guy, uh, June, June or July up in uh, Monticello. Monticello. You're going to see Northeast Stapleton? Iowa. He's yeah, doing the, a show. Uh, the Jones County Fair. Stapleton's going? Would I lie about Chris Stapleton? Man, I would love to go to that. Well, I'm, well, I'm going. Do you have to have tickets or is it like a GA thing? Uh, there's tickets, but it's, uh. yeah, it's like standing room. And so I, I'm really excited. Um, Stock car races beforehand. I'm a huge fan of the Guthrie River Ruckus yeah. every year. I, I, I like to go out to that because it's just small town. And uh, Do you remember Chris Cagle? Of course. He's doing his final show ever no. at the Ruckus this year. Is this like final show ever, yeah, ever, like, or yeah. is it like the Eagles are, are doing their final tour? Well, I mean, Chris Cagle I don't think has as big of a deal as the Eagles. So, yeah, I mean, like he claims it's his final one. I'm going to be going to that. I'm gonna, the next house I sell will be the last house ever I sell <laughs> until the next one. I'll go sell some houses. I was going to play you a little bit of Need to Breathe, but I don't know if this is yeah, the right I, one. I, honestly, Mark, I don't care. <laughs> you, you, you've heard of Need I, to Breathe. I, I honestly, I, probably not. and I, I've never heard of him, and I don't care. Brother. The song Brother. How does it go? Sing it well, that's, to me. That's what I was going to play for you here. You, you've heard of it. Never heard of it. You like it? Man, that was loud. Oh, man. You you turn my mic away. That doesn't sound like Southern rock to me. That sounds like. It's the voice. The voice voice sounds Southern. It sounds like Maroon 5. You got to dive in a little deeper. The sound gets distorted on iPhones, too. It does. Nick, have you heard of. Only we had a way. Yeah. Have you heard of Need to Breathe? Yeah. Well, how would you describe Need to Breathe? 
Um, he basically said they were Leonard Skinner. Uh, no, no I did not say that. that. More folk, more folk e. So like the Mumford and Sons, but a southern, but I mean, a southern simile, sound, yeah. but not as not as uh, acoustic. I like I mean, Mumford and Sons, but. Would you some, similar, some similarities there. Would you describe it as a southern sound, the way his voice sounds? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was going for. You, you made like, it sound like, I mean, we're Zach Brown band here. Uh, well, they're not country, though. I like my chicken fry. No, they're not Cold beer that. on a Friday night. No, they're not. They're singing about brothers. Uh, last thing I, I want to feel out, and I, I want the fuckers to be honest, because thinking about putting some money into this. Uh-oh. Um, really wanted to do a clone of Palooza, yeah. This year, okay. We get a bunch of like I want to get like Sir Mix a lot, um, like D. Yeah, like I want to buy a bunch of like D list like hip hop artists and have just a giant clone party. I think this would cost more than you think it would. Nah, I'm pricing some stuff out. Sir, you're pricing out Sir Mix a lot. We're right. talking about the human to come to Ames. Yeah. He likes big butts and he cannot lie. I mean, like, am I way off and thinking that's going to no. cost at least 15 Gs? Yeah, no, right around there is where I'm getting it. Okay. Just, just for him? No, I, I'm thinking like three of them. Like Coolio. Like they're five they're, each? They're pretty much, they're pretty cheap. Huh. These guys will. Where are you going to have this event? I don't know, I'm working on it. But I want to call it like I, I guess, let me ask you Palooza. Indoor or outdoor? I mean, if it's a Palooza, it's got to be outdoor, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But just like beer tents, Palooza. But people would have to, like, support it. Otherwise, we'd lose our hats. Let's have it in Campbell's I backyard. Got f- I got a feeling you could uh, talk to the folks down at Bush and get, yeah. them, to, get them to help out. And Maybe uh, we've already started tents. talking to them. Oh, oh, I see where you're going now. I mean, you know, if Cyclone fans like getting used Kelowna by Palooza, for huh? marketing. If you do Kelowna Palooza, it's going to have to start to be a yearly thing, though. So you, you gotta, do you want the work, Williams? That's what's going to come down Is that to. trademarked? Is that... Can you no. use that? Clonal Palooza? I bet it's I not. Not uh, trademarked of it. Uh, it's going to be. licensing issues. By Daddy. That. Yeah. No, they don't own Clone. They own Cyclone. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it. I would think about it. I would go to that. What thinking th- about it. Think long and hard about that. Yeah. I just don't know. You're right. I don't know. If Why? I, wanna, I don't know if I want to put in the work. That's the key. Like, it's I'm already busy enough. Why the direction into old school hip hop? Or hip-hop in general? I kind of want, like... Loomis P. That's why. I, I, I kind of... Honestly, I kind of want, like... Um... Coolio or Vanilla Ice or whoever, and then like something totally different, like Clint Black, <laughs> or um, I think the pro- you have enough country festivals around the state, well, but you know, how, like, but you don't have any you don't, festivals where it goes from Sir Mix a Lot right. to Diamond Rio, you know, <laughs> like how great that would be. Lone the, Star. The, the, I guess the, Lone if Star you pull this off, I'd be very interested in the logistics of it because it's like one thing to get people here; it's another to get stages and sound and all of that stuff that gets set up. Kaibos. <laughs> what if What if I went from Sir Mix a Lot to Lee Greenwood? <laughs> hey, we're all proud to be Americans. So <laughs> Would he show up? He did down at the RVTV thing. Would he give you the time of day? What was the deal? He just like wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't do an interview. He wouldn't talk to me in Ross. He. would he wouldn't, didn't Did you, want to talk think to me. He's going to answer the phone call now. Did you hear that from his people, or was that a direct response? Yeah, it's from his people. Uh, yeah. he, Lee was napping because <laughs> he's like ninety. Knees, oh yeah, Lee's doing some uh, some show prep. It's called a nap right now for the show. <laughs> it's he's, not the show six hours from now. He's Lee, studying Lee's his lines. Nap. <laughs> yeah, you wonder if he's memorized. Proud to I'm be an proud American, to yeah. be an American, or at least. Ah, uh, oh, crap! What's the next word? Yeah, who knows, man. Who All knows? right, guys, good show. Hey, Thanks. Nick, good job today. Thanks for coming in, Nick. TBD. Stay tuned. Maybe next week we'll be able to hear Ames Most Wanted. Man, maybe, we will, maybe we will. Maybe I won't share it with you. Oh, man. How would you like that? Yeah. Put the seat down, Chris. Later. <laughs>